Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Who met Queen Elizabeth weighs in on her legacy. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Also this morning on TOP. Some new express lanes are about to open. In Centerville, I'm John Aaron. What's involved in carrying out an employment background check? I'm Nick Ainelli. Gains on Wall Street Thursday. Asian stocks higher this morning. Good morning, 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A 96-gun salute in Wellington, New Zealand, pays tribute to the late Queen Elizabeth. Her death at the age of 96 has shaken her nation. Correspondent Tina Krause begins our coverage from Windsor. Across the nation, people are looking back on the life and legacy of Queen Elizabeth II's seven decades on the throne. We've all known just one queen. She's, she's a person that we've always looked up to. After the news of her death at age 96, countless people from around the world turned out at the Queen's castles across the nation, including here in Windsor. She led this country with great reverence and duty and respect and honor, and I just don't know if that would be another like her. Elizabeth's successor begins forging his own path today. Her eldest son, Charles, will return to London and deliver an inaugural address. CBS's Ian Lee is there. 73-year-old King Charles is more outspoken than his mother and has spent years championing the fight against climate change. People Magazine's editor-in-chief, Wendy Noggle, says the monarchy may begin to look different. Everyone in the royal family was preparing for this because they had been taking on more of the Queen's royal duties. Now they're really going to be putting their own stamp on it. Charles will be formally proclaimed king at a special ceremony tomorrow. President Biden has ordered flags at the White House lowered to half staff. Mr. Biden calling the queen a great lady as he signed a condolence book at the British Embassy in Washington. I had the opportunity to meet her before she passed and she was an incredibly gracious and decent woman. The thoughts and prayers of the American people are with the people of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth in their grief. Here in the U.S., just two days into the new school year, police in Uvalde, Texas, are investigating a shooting at a local park that injured at least two people. Police believe it was gang-related. Reporter Chris Fox has details from Austin. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he's outraged that gang violence has endangered the Uvalde community. Additional state troopers and special agents have been deployed to target the five gangs operating in Uvalde. The park is about a mile from Robb Elementary School, where 19 children and two teachers were killed in a mass shooting in May. The Department of Justice wants to regain access to those White House documents seized from Mar-a-Lago. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy. In addition to filing notice that they're appealing her ruling to the 11th Circuit, the Justice Department also asks Judge Eileen Cannon to set aside the part of her order that blocks their criminal investigation until an independent arbiter's review of the documents is finished. S&P Futures are up 32. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 here on your Friday morning. It's the September of the 9th. We've got sunny skies, low humidity, and our high near 85 today. Good morning, I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. The world continues to mourn the death of Queen Elizabeth. 
And at the British Embassy in Northwest, many D.C. locals paid tribute there. Queen Elizabeth's passing, it's definitely end of an era and beginning of a new one. That has been a common theme outside the British Embassy. So many I spoke with, like Katya, say the monarch's devotion to her people and to public service must be admired and respected. She spent 70 years of her life performing her duties. Name one person who has been serving his country or her country as long as she did. People continue to lay floral tributes outside the embassy. The condolence book signed by President and Mrs. Biden will be made available from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily for those who wish to put their tributes in writing. Reporting from the British Embassy in Northwest D.C., Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Virginia's two U.S. senators have warm memories of Queen Elizabeth and her visit to the Commonwealth in 2007. WTOP's Mitchell Miller is on Capitol Hill. Virginia Senator Mark Warner says the Queen occupies a unique role in history. Queen Elizabeth was a major figure of both the 20th century and the 21st century. Warner, who was not a senator at the time, briefly met her during her visit, which was to mark the 400th anniversary of the founding of Jamestown. We realized this was an individual that had literally committed her whole life to service. Senator Tim Kaine, who was governor in 2007, says her condolences in the wake of the mass shooting at Virginia Tech, which had happened just weeks before, were greatly appreciated. He keeps pictures of him and the Queen in his Senate office and says her kindness and grace will be missed. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. New this morning, a person is dead after a crash in Fauquier County that closed all eastbound lanes on I-66. It happened about 8.30 last night. Virginia State Police say an RV collided with a tractor-trailer. That crash caused the RV to run off the highway, through the guardrail, and down an embankment. One person has died, and police say many more were injured. It's not clear exactly how many. The eastbound lanes of 66 are now open at the scene of the crash. They were closed for more than six hours overnight for the police investigation. Drivers are about to get a new option in Virginia. A new stretch of express lanes opens this weekend. It's a nine-mile section of new I-66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and Route 28 here in Centerville. Right now, it appears that crews are putting the finishing touches on the left entrance to the lanes. The western section of the new 66 express lanes will initially be open to all traffic toll-free. Then tolling and HOV rules are expected to be in place by the end of the month. In Centerville, John Aaron, WTOP News. Well, Hyattsville's own Francis Diafo is gearing up to continue his miraculous run in the U.S. Open. The 24-year-old calls his run to the semifinals a Cinderella story. Tiafo was the first man from the U.S. to reach the semis at Flushing Meadows in 16 years. He could also become the first black man from the U.S. to reach a major final in over 25 years. He faces Carlos Alcaraz Garfia tonight at 7. We'll have full coverage here on WTOP and on WTOP.com. Should be a pretty cool night. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. Coming up here after traffic and weather, there's new information this morning after the arrest of a Howard County teacher. 506. 50 or older? That means you're a little older, a little wiser, and a lot more likely to be hospitalized from COVID. It's true. People 50 and older have been hospitalized twice as often as younger folks. That means being a little older doubles your risk. And that's why getting a COVID booster now is so important. We can do this. Find boosters near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Lindsay Rayom, Executive Vice President and Chief Commercial and Industrial Lending Officer. We know our community well. We're a resource. 
you know, we have long-term relationships and dialogues. We talk to enough clients to where we know the landscape, we know what's happening. We're able to assess business plans and be a, a sounding board. We're able to uh, pass on best practices and, and also tell pitfalls that we potentially see and point out risks. We can assess your capital structure and tell you as far as what your access to capital is when that opportunity comes along. And the more you keep your banker in the know and keep us in the know, and the quicker we can be responsive. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. It's 508. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and Jack Taylor on the traffic center. All right, we'll start out in Virginia running on 66, headed in the eastbound direction where I believe some of our work zones are in the clearing stages. The first work zone was out eastbound at uh, Business 234 along the left side of the roadway. Then as you got closer toward 29 in Centerville, that work zone had blocked the left lane. The big delay had been near Nutley Street. The good news is now the delay is gone because our work zone that was after Nutley Street had been along the right side. That is now cleared. All your travel lanes are open. Crew still working on Braddock Road out near GMU headed out toward Roanoke River Road you'll find the work along the left side of the roadway there'd been work in Tyson's on westbound Route 7 before the Beltway had the right lane there getting by through the overnight Georgetown Pike at Spring Hill Road traffic had been alternating in McLean through that work zone you know you're looking good on the Beltway between Alexandria and McLean you're in good shape on 95 North Stafford headed through Woodbridge into Springfield north onto 395 headed up toward the 14th Street Bridge all right in Maryland as you leave the Bay Bridge headed toward Annapolis. We've got work zones westbound at Cape St. Clair. you got the left lane getting by and there's also work on 50 West. The ramp takes you up onto Route 2. The ramp is blocked with the work zone and there's the right through lane also closed at scene. Now earlier we'd had one abandoned. It was on westbound St. Barnabas Road at the Beltway. Last heard it was blocking the right lane. Good to go out of Frederick running 270 south headed toward the Beltway. So far so good. Marlowe Furniture's Labor Day sale event is held over so you still have time to find incredible price reductions on thousands of in-stock pieces. Save 55% off plus fast delivery at Marlowe Furniture. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's get that Friday forecast. Here's Chuck Bell. It is going to be a beautiful Friday to spend some time in the great outdoors. Temperatures are in the 60s across much of the region this morning, although 50s in the Shenandoah Valley. Afternoon highs today with all that sunshine, 84 degrees. A clear sky and a dry night ahead of us leading into your Saturday morning. Temperatures in the 50s and 60s. Saturday afternoon, increasingly cloudy, high 82. Not much of a rain threat tomorrow, but be be ready for rain on Sunday and Monday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 61 degrees in Sterling. Feels nice this morning. 66 down at the D.C. Wharf, and we're at 64 degrees here in Friendship Heights. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 5-11, and we have new information about the Howard County teacher who's been arrested for child pornography. That teacher has been identified as Lawrence Costella, a ninth-grade special education teacher at Athelton High School. He's been charged with possession and distribution of child porn. He's been denied bail and remains behind bars this morning. 
Now, WBAL-TV reports that a cyber tip led them to Costello's home, but when he tried to serve, uh, when police tried to serve him a warrant, he refused to answer the door. So Baltimore County police broke down the door and arrested him. They say he belonged to a chat room that requires contribution of child pornography to be a member and to continue to belong. Costello denies the allegations. Fairfax County Public Schools assured families that all staff had background checks ahead of the start of the new school year. It came after a middle school counselor was fired following the discovery that he'd been convicted of soliciting prostitution from a minor. So what exactly is involved in carrying out background checks? A typical background check that employers request includes things that are public record. We'll run county criminal searches based on the counties that they've lived in. We'll run maybe federal district searches for the federal courts. Robin Farmer is with the Alexandria Background Investigation Company, screened them. She says it's not all about criminal activity. We'll verify their degrees for education, their employment verification. Farmer says one of the biggest mistakes employers make is taking an applicant's word that they have a degree or professional license that they claim to have. You know, they may have just attended or may not have attended at all, but they'll put down that they received a degree. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Up ahead. Why some dog owners are especially sad about the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 512. The news business has a way of juxtaposing rogues and royalty. This past week, that was literally true. Federal Drive host Tom Temin here, in a nearly impossible-to-believe story, one of the most notorious criminals in the history of federal procurement escaped from house arrest only a couple of weeks before he was to be sentenced in federal court. This man bribed Navy 7th Fleet officials for years to obtain contracts to fuel and restock warships. Even admirals went to jail. How he could escape custody and possibly make it home to Malaysia? Unbelievable. That was Monday. Thursday, the world lost the extraordinary Queen Elizabeth II, the rare public figure who never had a lapse in rectitude, conferred with no less than 15 prime ministers. And imagine, no one knew her political views. The Queen also met with every American president since Harry Truman, except for Lyndon Johnson. So as the world prepares to say goodbye, I was thinking one final gift the Queen could confer on the world, it would have been seven decades in the making. For what it is, check out my column at federalnewsnetwork.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. Challenging times can strike any family at any time. As part of the vibrant D.C. community, Washington Gas is here for you. If you are having trouble with your energy bill, we have many ways to help you, including financial assistance plans and flexible payment options. Learn more at WashingtonGasCares.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. It's not just business, it's personal. And Signature Theater's new musical, No Place to Go. When dedicated employee George discovers his company is relocating to Mars, he must decide whether to go and uproot his family's life or embark on an unknown venture. Featuring DC star Bobby Smith, No Place to Go is an irreverent and humorous musical with an enterprising twist. Now playing at Signature Theater through October 16th. Get your tickets at sigtheater.org. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 5.15, and here's Dave Johnson. Oh, indeed. Football is, is played on a big field, and there's a lot of uh, players, right? 22 players. But let's face it, the focus is on Sunday. There'll be just one player we'll be focused on when the Commanders take on Jacksonville. And that, of course, quarterback Carson Wentz. In the D.C. Sports Tunnel, George Wallace. He is a solid quarterback, and I think with the weapons that he has, and there are weapons on this team, I think you are going to see a different and somewhat dynamic offense than what we have seen in the past. All right, that sounds encouraging. One of those weapons, of course, Terry McLaurin. You never really know until you get out there. I mean, I feel like we have gained a lot of confidence in each other and what we're being asked to do throughout this throughout this offense. I believe Carson Wentz will thrive with Terry McLaurin, but back in the huddle, Dave Preston, not so sure. Carson Wentz will have a good year statistically. At the end of the season, you'll say, well, he had decent numbers. But so many of those numbers will be earned trying to rally from double-digit deficit. Then Rob Woodford, not sold on Carson Wentz, but he offers... I could see a scenario in which, in this variation of the Eric Coriel offense, he actually thrives and plays well, and we see a version of him that we haven't seen uh, maybe ever. All right, if you're keeping score, George and I, thumbs up to Carson Wentz, Rob, and Dave, thumbs down. Complete DC Sports Auto Podcast, DC app, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast. Josh Allen, three touchdown passes last night, builds all over the Rams, 31-10. to Nationals had that 11-6 win in the afternoon over the Cardinals in Philadelphia tonight. U.S. Open Women's Final said Anj Jabor will take on top rank Iga Sviantek. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The death of Queen Elizabeth II means the long-held plans to ensure a smooth transition for the reign of King Charles begin today. This is known as D-Day. It'll be honored by 96 bell tolls and gun salutes, one round for every year of the Queen's life. King Charles III, as he's now known, will address the nation today. Today's the deadline imposed by federal judge Aileen Cannon to submit a list of prospective special master candidates in relation to the investigation in former President Trump's handling of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. She also paused the use of materials for criminal investigative purposes. The Justice Department has appealed the judge's decision to grant former President Trump's request for the special master. Prince George's County Police begin enforcing a curfew for kids under 17 tonight in an effort to reduce violent crime. The curfew requires teens under 17 to be off the streets between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Sunday through Thursday and between midnight and 5 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Queen Elizabeth was famous for her colorful outfits, her love of horses, and those dogs that often trailed at her feet. Queen Elizabeth II had dozens of corgis throughout her life. Corgis are herding dogs. They look like little foxes with short legs, and they have lots of personality. Carrie Chase, an American Kennel Club judge and corgi breeder, noted the tributes from dog lovers on Facebook hours after the Queen's passing. I mean, all the corgi people are on there, and everyone is sad about it. We appreciate what she did for the breed and uh, always had a great deal of admiration for the Queen. The Queen's dog dogs were Pembroke Welsh corgis, a tailless breed, but she also had a few dorgies, reportedly the result of Princess Margaret's dachshund forming a relationship with Queen's corgis. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's 518. 
over to the traffic center and Jack Taylor. Okay, we'd had our work zones in Virginia running on 66, headed east out of Gainesville, trying to get towards Centerville. The work zone out near Business 234 was along the left side and eastbound as you head toward 29 Centerville. Also, they're working along the left side of the roadway. Crews working Braddock Road between George Mason University and Roanoke River Road. The crews working both sides of Braddock Road, blocking the left side. Stay right to get by. Good start early, 95 north out of Fredericksburg, 395 leaving Springfield north toward the 14th Street Bridge. You're looking good. No troubles on 495 now between Alexandria and McLean. Now, we'd had work in Maryland on 50 going westbound. Watch for the work out near Cape St. Clair. You got the left lane there getting by. The work that was 50 west at Route 2, Ritchie Highway, had been along the far right side of the roadway. It had also been blocking the ramp. To go up onto Route 2, that work is cleared. Travel lanes are once again open. You're fine out of Frederick, running 270 south, headed toward the lane divide. Quiet between the beltways for now, 95 in the BW Parkway. Good-looking trip downtown. No worries yet across the freeway. New York Avenue, 3rd Street Tunnel, DC 295, I-295. So far, everybody's off to a good start. Better travel is coming to I-66. The left lanes on 66 between 28 and Gainesville are closed through September 11th to prepare for the express lanes opening. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast now, Chad Merrill, how's our Friday looking? Absolutely gorgeous, Bruce and Joan. We have high pressure in place. It is already cooler than it was yesterday. We have low humidity in place. The only fly in the ointment this morning, there's a couple areas of patchy fog. So if you're traveling through Frederick, visibility down to a half mile. It'll be clear, then all of a sudden you hit this patch of fog, visibility will drop quickly, and then it'll clear again. That's how the story will be for the next couple of hours. Temperatures this afternoon in the low 80s. Clear skies tonight, a little bit of fog once again. Really can't complain about this weather pattern. Mid-60s downtown, 50s in the suburbs. Plenty of sunshine on Saturday, upper 70s. And then, yeah, the humidity comes back in showers, unfortunately, Sunday and Monday. Some of that rain could be locally heavy, mid-70s to low 80s. And then behind a front, a little bit cooler and less humid with around 80 degrees on Tuesday. 61, very pleasant at Dulles International. 63 at BWI Marshall and 66 at Reagan National Airport. All right, Chad, thank you. We've got 64 and uh, it's pretty hazy outside the studios this morning. It's brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, another shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and this one may be gang-related. It's 521. Here's Tom Grainer, the Senior Managing Director and Technology Lead at Accenture Federal Services on the special bulletin review sponsored by Aptio. The mission and the CFO are increasingly at the table of the conversation of what are we doing, why are we doing it, what's the return on taxpayer spend, how does it impact you know, the budget request, and increasingly how do we defend that to OMB on the pass back. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Aptio. Two-thirds of federal agencies have begun using the cloud for mission-critical applications. Budget optimization has become central to federal cloud investments. Do you have visibility into current cloud spend? How do you allocate cloud costs and track ongoing spend against budgets and forecasts? Are you being notified of unexpected changes in spending? Say yes with Aptio Cloudability. Accelerate your cloud initiatives, promote fiscal confidence, and get the most out of your cloud. Bring financial accountability to the cloud with Aptio Cloudability. Check out aptio.com cloudability to learn more. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, agile, staying ahead of the market at every turn, and finding ways to do more with less. That's never been more important than it is right now. So for a limited time, Comcast Business is introducing Small Business Savings, a deal for companies across the country. When you call in now, you can get powerful internet for just $39 a month for 12 months. $39 a month. 
with no annual contract and a money-back guarantee. All on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses with the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call and get started today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Offer ends 921-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Call or go online for details. After promo, regular rates apply. This is WTOP News. It's now 523 and two juveniles were hospitalized after a possible gang-related shooting in Uvalde, Texas yesterday afternoon. This happened at a park along the town's main street around dinner time. Four people are in custody. Now, that shooting comes just days after the new school year began. And in the wake of the deadly shooting at Robb Elementary School, in which 21 people were killed, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has directed six additional police units to Uvalde and deployed special agents to target the five gangs allegedly operating in the town. It's estimated that $60 billion a year in taxpayer dollars is lost to Medicare fraud, errors, and abuses every year. But there are steps you can take to protect yourself. Guard that card. Your Medicare card? Don't give out your number. Rebecca Kinney is with the Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling at Senior Medicare Patrol. That number should be treated like a credit card or, or your Social Security number. It's really valuable to fraudsters who want to take advantage of Medicare or you. Also, log all your doctor visits, tests, and services, and check the statement that comes in the mail to assure Medicare only is billed for what you're getting. Christy King, WTOP News. An update on the long-running Boy Scouts bankruptcy trial. A judge in Delaware is now approving a nearly $2.5 billion reorganization plan proposed by the Boy Scouts of America. It allows the organization to continue operating while compensating tens of thousands of men who say they were sexually abused while involved in scouting. The Boy Scouts sought bankruptcy protection more than two years ago to stave off a flood of lawsuits. Money news at 25 and 55. Johns Hopkins and Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield may be ready to split. A hospital in Maryland's largest insurer have failed to come to an agreement on a new contract, in particular the portion of patient bills that goes to physicians. Hopkins began notifying 350,000 patients that they may no longer be in network as of December 5th. There's been a rise in so-called quiet quitting, and Jeff Claybaugh says some managers are responding with quiet firing. Quiet quitting is doing the bare minimum of your job description's work. A resume builder survey of bosses found 91% have taken some action against quiet quitters, including taking steps to terminate them or deny them promotions or raises. 75% think firing them is justifiable. 64% of managers say quiet quitters are unlikely to have a successful career. Money News brought to you by Master Spas. Save thousands during Master Spas Global Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale going on now. See why Master Spas is the largest domestic hot tub and swim spa manufacturer. Save during Master Spas Global Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. Visit masterspas.com. Up ahead, white today is called D-Day in England. The day after the death of the Queen, we'll have a special report from CBS News. It's 526. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district. Made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. 
First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.